Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Podcast Network Asia. Yes, di po nagkakamali ang inyong basa. Your tita who tries to avoid anything scary, watch the K-drama that we will talk about in today's episode. That is how desperate I am, mga pamangkin, for a good K-drama. Anyway, anyong mga K-drama pamangkin, it's Tuesday again. So of course, your K-drama tita is back for another K-drama chismisan. And if, been, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, then you probably know that there are two kinds of K-drama genres that I try to avoid at all costs. First is drama. Because again, my point is, I'm already stressed out in real life. Why would I want to also be stressed out and depressed on my free time? So yun, number one. And second is horror K-dramas. Because do wag po ako in real life. I'm one of those people na very good ang imagination and I can easily scare myself. But today's K-drama is an actual horror thriller. So tumapang na ba ako? Hindi pa rin po. Duwag pa rin po ako. But this is what happens, pamangkin, when you're desperate. And I've been very honest about this on this podcast and on TikTok. And I've, I stand by what I said, that the K-dramas of this year, of 2023, are a meh. Sure, may mga magaganda, okay? But I think less than five lang ang masasabi kong maganda na release from this year. Now, Kasama ba ang pag-uusapan natin in this episode as one of those K-dramas of this year that I loved? Well, stick around to find out. And if you're also as desperate as I am, then continue listening to find out if this K-drama can help you in this K-drama drought. It's time mga pamangkin to talk about the K-drama Revenant. Written by the amazing Kim Yoon-hae, who also gave us the K-drama such as Signal and Kingdom, Revenant is about a young woman who was possessed by a ghost and a professor of folklore who can see ghosts. Together, they seek the truth behind the mysterious suicides surrounding the city. The K-drama stars the amazing Kim tae who I last saw in the K-drama 25 and 21, and of course, Oh Jung Se-hu. We have, well, unfortunately, I guess, I still see as Moon Sang-tae of the K-drama, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. This is the problem, Pamangkin, if masyadong tumatak ang role mo sa mga tao in a previous K-drama, ang hirap makawala sa image ng previous character. Like, for me, I try to see him in his character, in his role in this K-drama, in Revenant. Pero I can't help talaga eh. I can't help but I f- but feel na anytime mag-switch back into, sh- into Moon Sang Teolit siya. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is it just me? 
sa mga nakapanood na nitong K-drama ng nitong Revenant, did you also have the same struggle as I did? But yeah, just let me know because I don't know if that's just me. But unfortunately, I still see him as Moon Sangte. But he was also amazing in this K-drama. Now, the K-drama also stars Hong Kyung, who I last saw naman sa K-drama na Hero Class 1. The K-drama is a total of 12 episodes. And yes, pamangkin, binanood ko ang 12 episodes na ito. Walang skip. Pinanindigan ko po talaga. Alright, now, the K-drama is available on Disney+. Plus, and um, I don't know if anything else is available. I don't think it's available to any other app. But I, I believe it's only on Disney+. Plus. So, you can definitely check that out if this would pique your interest on this K-drama. But let's proceed now. Let's start with the question, was it worth watching? Short answer is yes, pamangkin. Ito ay isa sa mga K-drama na di ako nagsisisi na pinanood ko at tinapos ko. Now, again, I'm not a fan of horror K-dramas. The scariest K-drama I've seen is actually, and nakakayama sabihin, pero... It's Master Sun, which if you have seen that K-drama of Gong Yujin, that is actually not really a horror K-drama. Yes, medyong partly horror siya, pero mostly rom-com. So I don't know if I would be the best judge on this kasi nga matatakotin ako. But this K-drama, this Revenant, ito talaga ay horror thriller. Horror thriller mystery. Ganon. Now, what made me watch this K-drama and actually finish it is the plot. Mga pamangkin, I can say that Kim Yoon-hae did it again in this K-drama. You can disagree with me, that's fine. But for me, she did it again in this K-drama. Maybe not as appealing to a lot of K-drama viewers given that it's, you know, horror series. But the plot is so exciting to watch and follow. It was Thrilling to watch it and the horror part of it is not like those movies na puro jump scare na yun lang talaga yung panakot niya sa'yo, yung jump scare. Na mayat maya may lalabas na lang sa TV or sa screen na multo or let's say minsan super predictable na yung, yung alam mo na, yung parang may space na alam mong bigla na lang may lalabas dun. For sure alam mo nang may lalabas na multo or na manggugulat. Itong Revenant, this Revenant, kahit walang lumalabas sa screen ng mga multo or anything na supernatural, kahit nag-uusap lang ang bida, mga pamangkin, may kakaibang kilabot na dala ito. Like, Diyos ko po, naka-on lahat ng ilaw ko while watching this K-drama. And again, there's really nothing that's going on. Walang masyadong jump scare. Simpleng usapan lang ang nangyayari sa screen pero kinikilabutan po ako. Hindi ko ma-explain kung bakit. Again, hindi ko alam kung akong best judge kasi nga matatakotin ako. Pero yun nga yung masasabi ko. Unlike those other horror movies that I've seen in the past, kasi minsan nakakapanood din ako, na mayat maya may tumatalon sa screen na nanggugulat sa'yo, dito wala masyado. Simpleng usapan lang, kinikilabutan na po ako. Hindi ko alam. Hindi ko alam kung ako lang yun. Now, what I also love about this K-drama is ang ganda ng pagkakalatag ng mystery. So it's again, thriller, horror, mystery. So the first few episodes nitong Revenant, unti-unti kang i-introduce sa main mystery. So may, of course, in every K-drama, meron talagang main mystery na kailangang masolve. Pero at the same time, meron siyang mga maliliit na story arcs na 
also are very exciting to watch. And ang pinakamaganda pa, natatahi pa rin yung mga small mysteries na yun into that main story arc or to that main mystery. Like, oh my gosh. Ayoko na lang magpaulan ng mga spoilers pero panoorin nyo kung hindi kayo nariniwala. Yun, yun nga. So, that is one thing that I really love about this great drama. Ang medyo naging problema ko lang sa kanya, which is also why I'm not giving it a perfect score, is for me, on a 12 episode, feeling ko, kasi parang nag-end yung small mysteries or small quest niya by around 4th, episode 4 or episode 5 or 6. Tapos minsan nag, nag, ano na sila, nag-focus na sila doon sa main mystery. That for me, I don't know, I feel that that was too early. I feel masyadong maaga silang nag-focus sa main mystery. That's, you know, it, it, it makes you wonder on the main mystery but at the same time, parang gusto mo rin ng side quest. Parang ganun. <laughs> so, anyway, that's really why I don't really give I did not give this K-drama a perfect 10. So, I'll tell tell you huh? Huh? I will tell you about my actual score once we get to the end of this. Pero yun nga, it was exciting to watch kahit na horror siya. Gugustuhin mo talagang mapanood ang next episode kahit masyado kang kas, kinik, kinikilabutan or kinak natatakot na kasi masyado ka ding nahuhook sa story. And nakakabiti naman talaga yung mga ending niya, yung mga dulo na ng episode. Such cliffhangers. So talagang kahit na kinikilabutan pa ako, pinipilit kong panoorin na yung next episode kasi very, you know, parang ano, exciting to watch and I really want to know what will happen, what is that mystery, or ano yung sagot niya dun sa tanong. So I really want to get to the next episode. Now, so for me, also, Revenant is definitely one of those K-dramas na maganda ang kwento. As for the Bida, napakagaling naman po dito ni Kim Terry and of course si Oh Jung-se. Well, si Oh Jung-se hindi masyado nag-shine dito. Medyo yung role niya is very timid. Well, a little bit, I guess. I would say na medyo nag-ano din siya, nag-perform well in some episodes. Pero sa akin talaga, ang pinakabongga. Si Kim Terry. Like, madadala ka talaga sa mga usapan nila. Whether mananakot sila or may iya ka, madadala ka sa kahit anong emotion na ilatag sa'yo. Ang galin din talaga nung dalawa. Like, both of them are really good in this series. Which, in some ways, of course, that makes viewing enjoyable. Kasi imagine nyo, ba kung pabebe dito si Kim Terry. Baka binatok na yung TV. Hindi na ako nanood. Nanood na lang ng mga TikTok videos. So, like I said, special mention sa akin talaga si Kim Terry. Kasi dito sa Revenant, uh, Revenant, relevant? <laughs> dito kasi sa Revenant, she is playing a double role. So, she is possessed in here. So, she has the human or the actual person role. And then the scary ghost that possessed her. So, when I tell you na kahit walang multo sa screen, Basta ngumiti ng kakaiba si ano, Kim Terry dito. Oh my gosh, kinikilabutan po ako. So, kasi may mingiti siya dito eh. So, may mga scenes na hindi mo alam kung sino yung kausap mo. Kung yung actual character dito ni Kim Terry or yung kanyang ghost na sumapi sa kanya. So, may ngiti siyang ginagawa na basically tells you eventually that yung kausap nitong character or yung nasa screen is yung multo na sumapi. And let me again tell you, 
yung ngiti lang na yun, walang nangyayari ah, walang jump scare, walang mga special effects. Ngiti lang si Kinteri, kinikilabutan po ako. <laughs> Ang galing niya dito sa k-drama na ito, manakot, magpaiyak, ay nako. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Naka, napakagaling. So for me, special mention talaga siya. But Ojongse is also amazing in this K-drama. W- would he be as amazing as his role in, of course, in It's Okay Not To Be Okay? I would say, lamang pa rin yung sa It's Okay Not To Be Okay. Okay. Doon talaga ang galing niya. Sh- nag-shine talaga si kuya mo. Dito, ano lang siya, perfect pair for Kim Terry for me. Now, what I also love about the plot about on this K-drama is when Kim Yoon-hae perfectly weave the journeys of the characters that are investigating the mystery. Kasi ganito yung pamangkin. So yung characters dito ni Kim Tae-ri and Oh Jung-se, they are approaching or the investigation to this mystery on the paranormal side. So yung investigation nila involve investigating Um, through old folk tales and town myths. So, may mga interviews sila dito ng mga tao. So, medyo paranormal side nga yung approach nila. Samantalang, yung character daman dito ni Hong, Hong Kyung, along with one of my favorite ajushi na si Kim won yung approach naman is parang logical or yung actual police investigation. Police kasi sila dito sa K-drama na to. So, ang ganda lang for me na you see how they started out in sort of like different starting points. But then somehow, with the wonderful writing of Kim Yoon-hae, they were able to end up with the same several points actually. So, kahit nagsimula sa, uh, sa different starting point, but somehow in the story, magtatagpo ulit sila and basically, basically get the same result. So, sort of a mini competition, but then eventually, ang ganda ng pagkakatahi, na eventually, they would be into one, um, they will be working together in solving that mystery. Basta, ang ganda. Ang ganda. So, akin talaga, parang napaka-creative ng part ng kwento na yun. So, yung pagkakagawa ng pagkakalatag ng kwento, na kahit na magkaiba yung way of investigation nila, pareho silang nag end up into the same result. And then eventually, nag-work sila to, ay, ako, ayoko na magsabi. <laughs> Basta super exciting siya panoorin. Now, about the main mystery in this K-drama, ako na mismo magsasabi sa inyo na medyo nakakabobo po siya. Siguro lalo na sa last four episodes nitong K-drama na to where the plot twists are, so that's when the plot twist happened or was revealed, parang 
mapapatigil ka sa panonood tapos isasummarize mo sa utak mo yung nangyayari. Ganon po yun. <laughs> so, kung aside sa matatakutin ka na, eh ayaw mo pa ng mga k-dramas na nagkumagamit ng brain cells because probably ginamit mo na yan from 8 to 4 or from 9 to job, 9 to 5 job mo. So, this is probably not something for you. Okay? Kasi nga, medyo gumagamit po dito ng brain cells. Kasi towards the end of it, baka malito ka lang sa kaganapan kung hindi mo masyadong na realize kung anong nangyayari or kung baga hindi mo na pagtatagpi-tagpi. Now, also about the plot twist in this K-drama, this is the problem of being on TikTok. Because <laughs> unfortunately, di na siya ganun ka-shocking sa akin kasi po nakapanood ako ng spoiler. Which is, again, a big no-no, especially kung manonood, may bala kang panoorin ang K-drama. So, unfortunately, na-spoiled na sa akin ang biggest plot twist in this K-drama. But it's not just one plot twist. It's actually plural twist. So, oh, fortunately, isa lang po yung na-spoil na sa akin. But although it wasn't a surprise anymore for me, it was still fun watching the K-drama and finally realizing how that plus plot twist falls into the actual story. So, kumbaga, na, na ano ko na rin, na itahi ko na din siya once na napanood ko na yung actual episode na, na, yun nga, na na-spoil na sa akin. Now, even though this K-drama is a horror series, there wasn't much CGI or special effects, which is kind of surprising kasi nga, usually, that's where you would see a lot of special effects. May mga, pa, kapag mga paranormal or supernatural. Kasi nga, yun yung usually way para manakot sa mga viewers. But to be honest, this K-drama didn't have a lot and it did not affect the story at all. Kahit sabihin na natin na napaka-konti lang ng mga special effects na ginamit sa K-drama na ito, like I said, napaka, nakakapanindig balahibo pa rin siya kahit na hindi masyado yung special effects. And that was for me the amazing part as well of this horror K-drama. It did not need any amazing CGI's to scare you. Yung mismong story, yung dialogues lang ng mga characters at mismong nalalatag na sa'yo yung kwento, yun, enough na yun para matakot ka. So, pag-isipan mong mabuti pamangkin kung papanoorin mo itong K-drama. And if you decide to watch it, I guarantee you, you will enjoy it. So, if this K-drama tita of yours will rate this K-drama or will rate Revenant on a scale of 1 to 10 and 10 being the highest again, I will give Revenant a 9.2. I almost love everything about the plot and I especially like na hindi pilit yung romance dito ni Kim Terry with either Oh Jung-se or Hong Kyung because medyo kinakabahan po ako kasi parang nung medyo may mga hint na may namumuong romance sa kanila medyo kinabahan ako kasi thank God And nga, thank God hindi pinilit kasi po for me wala silang chemistry. And I guess partly because wala naman masyadong space sa kwento na para maglatag ka ng mga landian moments. Sa dami na nangyayari sa kwento sa mga paranormal na nangyayari, di ba? Paano, paano mo pa manabibigyan ng time na lumande? Which, again, that is what I also love about this K-drama. May hint, pero hindi pinilit. Which, eventually, yun, it works out for the best. Kasi, yun nga, it, there was really not no chemistry at all. Which, thank God, 
Kasi hindi ko rin maisip kung paano may romance <laughs> sa nangyayari sa K-drama, sa horror na nangyayari. Now, again, this K-drama as well is fast-paced and will definitely keep you on the edge of your seat. Which is really the main thing why I was able to finish all of this 12 episodes. And it's not those horror series that relies heavily on jump scares and is, you know, mga special effects to scare you. Again, this K-drama has one of the most exciting, thrilling mystery that I have seen this year. And that for me is actually enough. Kahit wala masyadong CGI, kahit walang masyadong mga nakakatakot na mga sound effects or whatever, the story pa lang niya, panalo ka na. Now, would this be something you would want to watch and I would recommend to you? I'll leave the answer to you, Pamangkin. I will leave it up to you because there were many, and I will say this now already, there were many triggering and bloody scenes in this K-drama. And again, it's majority of a supernatural horror series. So if that is not your cup of tea and you try to avoid that, Um, on you know on your free time kung gusto mo lang pahinga tapos umiiwas ka sa mga takutan then you may want to avoid revenant but at the rate of how this the k dramas of this year are going which again just ko po nanggigigil po ako but anyway at the rate of how k dramas are going this year you may want to give this a try because pamangkin we barely have anything good from this year. And unfortunately, ang isa sa pinakamaganda from this year is actually a horror series, which is this Revenant. Now, if I may also mention, I remember, sa nangyayari kasi ngayon, like, October na, wala pa rin magandang K-drama. Well, hindi masyado marami yung magagandang K-drama. Naalala nyo ba yung pamang, ano, yung, pam, yung years na 2011 to 2014, mga pamangkin? Like, Diba nung 2010, ang daming mga ganda. Like, for example, um, Boys Over Flowers pa yun? But anyway, I think 2010 was one of the good years where we had really great K-dramas. Biglang, after that, it was like, sunod-sunod na years, ang tsaka ng lumalabas. Well, there are some good, but mostly tsaka. <laughs> And I feel na yun yung nangyayari dito. Tapos, after nung 2011 to 2014, 2015, 2016, ang bobongga na mga K-drama. Yung naglabasan yung mga Reply 1988. Um, basta ang daming magaganda from 2015 to 2016. So, I'm kind of hoping that those, that may happen again eventually. Like, it's not yet the end of this year. So, there are still a couple of other K-dramas that will be um, premiering this October and November. So, I'm kind of hoping that this year is just a K-drama slump. And 2024, or maybe the latter end of 2023, would be much better. Kasi po, just ko, gipit na gipit na ako sa K-dramas na magaganda. So, fingers crossed na this upcoming months magaganda yung re-release. And next year, mas bongga ang mga K-drama. But that is it for now, mga K-drama pamangkin. That is our K-drama chismisan for today. And if you have seen Revenant, let me know about your thoughts on any of my social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's all at Anyong Tita. And with that, until the next Tuesday, good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars.
kamsamnida. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you want to be updated, make sure to follow the podcast, hit the notification bell, and also follow me at Anyong Tita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you won't miss out on anything. And catch our weekly deep dive K-drama conversations every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms here at your favorite K-drama show with your favorite K-drama tita. Anyong tita!